Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. So today's topic is follow the steps. Follow the steps. Understanding as a yielding believer, it is clear we are called to follow Jesus' steps. He has clearly laid out a path for us to go. Never in any way should we have to question, are we on the path? Are we doing what we need to be doing? But lots of times it's our human nature to do so, right? But today I wanted to remind us that if we follow the steps we have been given, the path has already been cleared. We get this reminder from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 21. And today's reading of all scripture is going to come from the Amplified. It is one of my favorite versions, right? But 1 Peter 2, 21 reminds us, it says, For even to this were you called. It is inseparable from your vocation or your profession. For Christ also suffered for you, leaving you his personal example, so that you should follow in his footsteps. That's simple, right? And following his steps gives us context. As a yielding believer, it gives context to our passion, because if our passions lack context, then our passion can become the very thing that destroys us. A pure passion comes from God, but if that pure passion is not contained, it is the very source of a yielding believer's destruction. It's like having a burning flame that is out of control. You are not following steps. You're just doing things that come to mind. You're operating whatever you see, and nothing is based on the context of what God's will is for you to be doing. There are, I think there's three things that I want to share with you. Yeah, three. Yeah, that's what I broke it down to. Because sometimes I can get overboard, so I would just, you know, try to number it. So I wanted to share three things with you about following the steps. And then I'm going to give you two questions to close out with that you can use daily to make sure that you're following the steps. All right? So the first thing on following the steps as a yielding believer is to know that there are no buts, B-U-T-S, in our relationship with God to, in relationship to our, I'm sorry, there are no buts in our relationship to God's will, right? A yielding believer should know that there are no buts in our relationship to God's will. Nothing will take the Lord by surprise on our path. The entire field of our path has been surveyed, and he has made preparations that have been completed. When the Lord says, I will send thee, know that he has done his job. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 10, our example of the yielding believer that we started using was Moses, right? And so he continues to give us a great example uh, going back to, you know, operating as a yielding believer. And in that, he shows us that when God sends us somewhere, when he tells you, I will send you, he has already prepared the way. 
He doesn't come to you without knowing what he already has placed inside of you, equipped you with, and made capable for you to do, and along the way the preparations have already been ordered. It does not mean that along the way there won't be things that happen, but it's not catching him by surprise. And so you can trust in that, not trust in your abilities to do it, but trust in knowing that the preparations have been completed and that the land has already been surveyed. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 10, we see where God tells Moses, Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring forth my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. That wasn't Moses' idea. God chose Moses for that, right? And that leads us into our second way of following the steps, is that we do not question the appointment. We do not question God's appointment. In Exodus chapter 3, verse 11, Moses says to God, after God has told him, I will send you, he says, but who am I? that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt. Now, right here, it seems, and it does, there is some humility that is displayed by Moses because he's humbling himself and saying, well, who am I, you know, to sin? But that's also tied in self-depreciation, and we do that a lot as leaders, right? We will question, who am I to be the one to do it? I know I've done it, right? I'm up here speaking, so I'm going to stay transparent. I have done that throughout my life. I was like, who am I to do this? Who who am I to be called? People are going to judge me, and I don't have what they have, or I don't have the accomplishments that they have. One of the big things that I've always been challenged with, and this is to support this self-depreciation so that you can identify it, where it seems like we're doing it out of humility, but we are actually self-depreciating us, is I've always said, I don't have a college degree. I attended college, but I did not finish. And I've always said, I there are just certain places in business and with other people, I, I don't have a college degree, so people won't hear me. Right? They, they don't want to listen to me. And I've been told, I've been told by people who have multiple degrees, people who are highly educated, people who have gone to heights that, you know, you could only imagine. It's like, where does this come from? Where do you get these strategies? How are you able to do this? And it's always a reminder to where I have to repent because I have to say, God has given this to me. And he, he did not need me to have man's validation. That does not mean education is not important because my son is in college right now and hopefully he will finish, right? <laughs> But I'm also saying that we have to be able to embrace the path that has been carved out and chosen for us, right? And in self-depreciation, that is an inconsistent process. It's inconsistent with a confident trust in God's selection of us and his appointment. It's where we are surely into doing God's business because God's business is that he chose us, his special instruments. And when a yielding believer is persuaded, completely confident and trusting in what God has done, that they are in line with his purpose and all that he's doing, we have absolutely no right to ever question the wisdom of God's appointment, right? He appointed us. He orders our steps. We make our we make our plans, but he orders our steps. He orders the steps on the path that he has cleared for us. And in order, if we are ever to self-depreciate, 
for us to do this, to depreciate God's wisdom, right, or to doubt his power and his willingness and his faithfulness to his word to do what he said he would do. We are simply doubting his power and willingness to become all that is necessary in us for us to complete what is needed. So we sometimes can dress that humility up, but it's really self-depreciation. It's us depreciating God's wisdom, God's power and willingness to do what's necessary to complete it. Because if you remember yesterday, understanding as a yielding believer everything that you've been given, it's not yours. It is God's. And so he is the author and finisher of all things. Our job is the middle. That's it. We're just to be the conduit for where the start process flows through us to the end. He takes care of the beginning and the end. We operate the middle, okay? And thirdly, to know that you're following the steps is to know the name of the one who sent you. In Exodus 3 and 14, well, 3 and 13, Moses asked a question at the end of verse 13. Who shall I say to them? that sent me, right? He's like, who should I say sent me, right? Who, who do I tell him? And God gives him a great answer in Exodus 3 and 14. And that answer is, and God says to Moses, I am who I am and what I am, and I will be what I will be. And he said, you shall say to this, you shall say this to the Israelites, I am has sent me to you, right? Our job as yielding believers is to know his name. To know the name of God is to witness the manifestation of those attributes and to apprehend the character which the name denotes, all right? For those of you that can take notes, I'm going to give you some scriptures that will support you in knowing the names of God, the manifestations, the attributes, and the characters, I want you to visit Exodus chapter 6, verse 3, 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 33, Psalms 91 and 14, Isaiah chapter 52, verse 6, and Isaiah 64, verse 2, and Jeremiah 16 and 21. For those of you that can't, just go back and listen to the replay when you can and get those scriptures. This is going to equip you as a yielding believer that when you encounter certain distractions, when you encounter certain challenges or obstacles, always remember the name of the one who sent you, right? Remember I told you yesterday, or if you haven't listened to yesterday's message, we discussed different points that Moses gave us an example when God tried to give Moses his people, right? And it was a test for Moses' character as a leader to see, are you going to yield what God is giving you back to the one who gave it to you, right? And he goes and he tells them about his reputation among the Egyptians. When we know the name of the God who sent us, we are able to then give witness to the manifestation of that very character in a situation because he is going to show himself mighty. When there seems to be things that come up for us as yielding believers and leaders that seem to want to consume us, that seems to want to overwhelm us, I encourage you to change your perspective and realize that this is the capacity for God to manifest himself in your life in a new way. 
That is what he's doing. He is creating the capacity needed for him to manifest himself in your life in a new way, for you to understand and get his self-revelation of who he is in your life. That name signifies the active presence of the person in the fullness of the revealed character. Do not get distracted. When you are a yielding believer and God has called and appointed you to the path that you are on, whatever the roles are in your life that he has given you, embrace them and know that every single step of the way on that journey, when it looks like you're getting consumed, you will not be consumed. The fire will be raging and burning, but that fire is contained. Trust me, it is contained because he is God who is faithful and he gave you the appointment and he will take it to the end. But Moses showed us the example. We are to then give it back to him. We are then to remind him of his reputation in the world. And our job is to guard that reputation in how we behave in the midst of those obstacles and those challenges. And in knowing the name, Jesus gave us a perfect example, a perfect example in his footsteps, right, of a mantra for a yielding believer in knowing who sent you and knowing how to carry that name. And in John chapter 5, verses 30 through 32, it says, and these are Jesus' words, I am able to do nothing from myself independently of my own accord, but only as I am taught by God and as I get his orders. Even as I hear, I judge. I decide as I am bidden to decide. As the voice comes to me, so I give a decision. And my judgment is right, just, righteous, because I do not seek or consult my own will. I have no desire to do what is pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose, but only the will and pleasure of the Father who sent me. If I alone testify my behalf, my testimony is not valid and cannot be worth anything. There is another who testifies concerning me, and I know and am certain that his evidence on my behalf is true and valid. So yielding believer, follow the steps that Jesus has laid out for us. And if you ever question whether you are following and doing that will, ask yourself these two questions. Where is my daily walk heading? And am I in step with Jesus? And he gave you a clear path to embrace his steps. John 5, 30 through 32. Remember that mantra for a yielding believer. So thank you today for joining us on Wisdom Inspired. I hope today's wisdom has inspired you, and I hope it has ignited you to continue to follow the steps that have been laid out before you, and I am praying for you. So continue to pray for me, and you guys meet us back on the line tomorrow at the same time. You have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.